What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 36 of the True Shot Guest Spot Podcast. My guest today is Meredith Henderson, drummer and vocalist and lyricist, and just all around a big part of the band Victims. Now, this is a band that's kind of caught my attention as of late, only because, you know, I've heard the name Victims for a little while now. They've been around for a minute, as the kids like to say. But with the Reaction Channel, you know, you kind of have to temper what you check out and what you don't check out. And we've checked out their last two singles, which were very different from each other sonically. And I just thought it would be really cool to sit down and talk with Meredith about the band and all that. And with that, I mean, listen, we talked about, I mean, there was so much we talked about. But, like, we talked about how she got into metal initially because, you know, I know that obviously, you know, it, it is kind of annoying when people say, like, oh, it's a female-fronted band or there's a female in the band. But it is still, it's still pretty interesting that, you know, because we, all of us bands in this scene, we look at our Spotify numbers and the, and the ratio between men and women is obviously quite a disparity. So we touched on that. We touched on the inception of Victims. We also touched on how, you know, if you look at Victims' discography, there's a lot of collaborations. We kind of talk about the stigma surrounding collaborations, but not so much anymore. I think people are kind of thinking a little bit more ahead now in terms of how you know, bands collaborate with other artists and whatnot. And then also to kind of round out the podcast, we talked about Chicago sports. Now, as you guys can see, all of my podcasts seem to be very, very long. That's because I just cannot shut up. So anyways, strap in, get some popcorn, get a little Coke or, or some water or some ginger ale, whatever you prefer. And let's get into this episode. Meredith Henderson, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you, Richard? <laughs> I'm doing very well. I have to do the official podcast intro. Otherwise, you know, what are we doing here? But, exactly. Uh, I get, get the podcast voice on. But no, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to be doing this with you. Um, you know, you guys, your band Victims, are kind of a band that I've known about for a while. But with us doing the reaction videos... Uh, we tend to like, it's one of those things where we don't check out a lot of music as soon as it comes out because we're like, maybe we'll react to this eventually or something. Yeah. So um, we've, we've finally gotten the chance to check out two of your tracks and uh, I was very pleasantly surprised. So I'm very excited to have you on. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of bands out there in general. I feel like I'm kind of the same way though. Like I'll see shit pop up and I'm like, I don't know. It's just too overwhelming. Like you can't get to it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially it seems like lately, like I feel like every Friday there's like 53 things releasing. It's crazy. This year is going to be so bad. Like this is only what is like quarter two technically <laughs> quarter three and four. I feel like it's just going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, you think about probably a lot of bands like, you know, especially higher level bands probably waited until this year for hopefully touring and shows to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Right, now let's release our music and uh like what was it i know that it was like what march 19th or something like that it was like literally like everything came and out. i and we released a song that day and i'm like <laughs> i regret it because like the next week there wasn't that much and i'm like i should have picked that week why why did i pick this yeah. week <laughs> yeah exactly we just released the track this past friday but we originally were planning for the 19th of oh. month, but it got, it got back 
fortunately and unfortunately, because of course you want to get the music out. Of course, yeah. But uh, as soon as I saw that, and especially being, you know, doing reactions as well, I'm like, this is going to take a month. Overwhelming, yeah. 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 (laughs) But no, I was super excited to talk to you because, I mean, like, just listening to the two tracks that I listened to, very, very different sonically. Um, And I thought that that was super cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, So really the meaning behind that, the whole album is kind of like that. Um, There's like there's the heavy side and there's the like melodic side, just because I feel like when we're on our fourth record, which is kind of crazy to think about in in like an an independent scale, because like we afforded that like all of those albums ourselves and um we're just like we want to dive into like different sounds and experiment like because we just love writing music like as a band we just write so much music and we're like well we want to make victims into a project where it's like you won't expect everything that's coming out you know yeah no (laughs) i agree it was almost like in a way like i went because i went back after like doing the reaction i listened to the songs again and i'm like this is like bipolar, but in like the, the coolest way possible. Like super heavy with a Darius feature and then, you know, a little bit more slowed down. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how people were going to take it. Like, I really like the song. And um, it's very different from what we don't normally put out and stuff. But, I, you know, you never know with heavy music fans. You can totally uh you know warp them out because they'll be like i don't i don't like this you know but the people who've been listening for a while were like oh no this song is really good so i was like all right good good (laughs) yeah turn off everybody but yeah no i know what you mean i mean listen every song we release they're like those vocals are awful like i so i'm used (laughs) it's okay though you know that's just how heavy music fans are they're they think they know it all. They think they know tones of vocals and they, 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 they know it all. You know, they're, 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 they're uh, historians. Well, I saw someone post or it was like a comment on YouTube that you posted today. And I was like, yeah. who writes these? Like, who comes <laughs> up with these? I was like, I listened to your new song and I thought it was really good, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. I watched the video too. And that like, that was super sick. But I was like, what, are you guys like are we listening to the same thing because i didn't hear anything wrong with the vocals <laughs> yeah i mean listen I, I guess at this point you know it's like it's my voice so it's like i have to live with it whether i like it or not you know i mean it's just yeah what it is but no i mean it's a uh, it's um now when people say it about our first ep i'm like okay i see where you're i get it from. yeah <laughs> but as with every band's first ep i remember i well i uh i was listening to an interview that you did uh like a few like years ago it was like a quick little like 11 minute thing yeah and you were talking about how you guys used to be named something else and oh no that has yeah. been from the internet forever no that the other the first project like before we changed it to victims and then we changed it again like without the vowels but uh it was called a devil for me and it was yeah. it was it was trash it was terrible a devil but for me that's so metal i love it ev- everyone has to start somewhere <laughs> i know there was yeah. a i think it was what what's the band black Veil brides yep i'm pretty sure they had a song called a devil for me or something <laughs> and our old vocalist is like oh yeah that's like that's a good song that's like a good band name and then at the time when you're like 
what I was like 16, 15, 15, I think. It's like, oh yeah, we'll roll with that, but no. <laughs> like Lord help yeah. us all. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, I was well, so when we formed True Shot, I was 25, and this is my first band. And uh, I came up with the name Rare Form, and then I soon realized that is the album of After the Burial. After the Burial, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I was like, okay, we won't do that. Um, so no, I definitely, uh, it, you know, it's it's you know, at least you guys were younger. I was twenty five years old, you know. So I mean, yeah, but Rare Form, like that's a that's like that's a sick that's a sick record. I don't know, but yep. I was never a huge like Black Metal Brides fan. I just knew Knives and Pens, that one song, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know. The only thing I ever liked by Black Veil Brides was like the very first like drum pattern to the legacy, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that song too. What yeah, the hell? like the first like 10 seconds, I'm like, this is sick. And then it gets racing faster. But not really my thing. No, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't really into like the uh, Icy Stars, like uh, Bless the Fall. Not yeah. saying they're not good bands, but I was like never into like, I don't know, that side of, would it be, what would it, would it even be? Post hard, not post hardcore. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, like on the border. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like closer to metalcore, but it's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But I was I wasn't into a lot of those bands, and then my uh, my bandmates they're older than me, so they'll like turn it on and they're like nostalgia throwback. I'm like, yeah. no, <laughs> no. So what what kind of stuff were you into? Uh, like what kind of bands? Because I know like for me I was really you know I was I was the typical like Avenged Sevenfold, Lincoln Park, and then you go yeah. to Lamb of God, you know that kind yeah. of stuff. So my favorite band is actually Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, okay. That's like my all-time favorite band, which is not metal at all. But um, when I first started getting into metal, it's literally because of like Tony Hawk, a uh, pro skater, and then like Guitar Hero, like the first two, and just like the Madden games. So oh, it was like yeah. a wide range off the bat. Like I was listening to like a Trey U. I was listening to Venn Sevenfold. I liked um, oh, Trey U. X's and O's. Oh, yeah, my. Bullet yeah. for My Valentine. Yep. Um, yep. Then I was listening to like Thrice, oh, um, okay. Simple Plan, Sum 41. Uh, I wasn't like, I listened to Linkin Park, but Slipknot was like the band. Like that kind of brought me into the metal like scene, honestly. Gotcha. Slipknot, Pantera, Metallica, those three. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, so I was, yeah, so I was born in 1993. And I, and I think, yeah, the first Slipknot album came out in like 99 or something 90, like that. What, yeah, I think it was 99. I think they put, they, what is it? Eat, Mate, Kill or something. I totally probably just butchered that. But yeah. they have that, uh, it was like that, that EP with May 17th on it. I think that came out, I want to say in like 94 or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, they've I been think, a band since the uh, early 90s. Yeah, I remember. So one of my like earlier memories as a kid was like in one of my friend's dad's, you know, pickup trucks and he's just listening to Slipknot. So like Slipknot <laughs> was definitely, um, you know, one of those bands for me as well. So now what I'm curious about is because and I'm trying to think of how to word this properly, but you are a woman. And yeah. so what I'm curious about 
and not because like you're a girl, you're into metal. It's not one of those. But like, did you have brothers that got you into it, or was it just an organic thing <laughs> for you? Or well, because so I, I see our Spotify stats, and it's eight percent women. So that's why I asked. I know. Okay, <laughs> us too. I just feel like women don't really listen to like yeah. metal as much, and I would love you know obviously you'd love to change that of course but um so i got into wanting to play a band when i was like eight nobody in my family has any kind of like musical background like i'm the only <laughs> one in my family that like plays music really yeah and uh i was right i've been writing lyrics since i was like eight and oh, wow. me and my friend nick who's he was in the band for like a very short amount of time uh I was playing with his Paul Reed Smith. It was like a nice $800 guitar, but we were like just jamming. And I was, I was fake playing to my friends over you by a newfound glory. <laughs> and then I like tried to do the guitar flip oh, no. and, and it like hit cause this basement's kind of small. It hit the top and the peg broke off. And I was like, like my heart stopped. Oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing this, but uh, it was like, Four years like after that, that, you know, I started getting into it because uh, our neighbor who was in the band for most of our like career, I hate using yeah. that word, but yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> most of our career and he moved down the street when I was in uh, eighth grade and he played guitar and we never could find a guitarist. And he's like, yo, like, let's do a band. And we were like, finally about it. And I was 13, 14, and uh, Damn. we just we just started playing, you know, in Nick's basement. And I actually played bass, and I, I sang. And I didn't even play drums yet at that point. Like, so it's just <clears throat> kind of wild how it kind of all just spun into. We were playing uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, and now I'm playing like heavy metal. <laughs> oh my, that's so. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. So when, when did the, I, cause I, I remember in that interview too, that I listened to, cause I try to listen to a little bit before. So that just way I to kind of get the background knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Just not to ask you the same questions 55 times or whatever, but <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I know that you had said at that point, you had been playing drums for five years. So now it's almost been 10 years at this, because that, that interview was like four years ago or something like that. So yeah, I've been playing drums. I think it's like 10 years. I always lose track because when you're playing drums and like playing guitar, when did you start taking it seriously? You yeah. know, you can like dabble around and this and that, but I feel like collectively I've been playing drums like for six years seriously, but it's technically like 10. Mm -hmm. But I, I learned how to play drums or wanted to because of rock band. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. See, this is the only uh, instrument that I know how to play. This one right there. Here. We go. <laughs> well, so speaking of Guitar Hero earlier, I came across the game Clone Hero. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. People have been making like songs, like other people's songs on there. Like I yeah. saw Hardcore Keem. I think he put like some band's whole yeah, discography or yeah, something. Andrew Baina's. Um, oh, Andrew Baina. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like somebody like on our YouTube comments like messaged me and they were like, "I'd love to put your song because uh, the song before this past one was Mirage, and uh, yeah. we'd love to put Mirage on there." I was like, "Sick!" And I was like, "I don't know how to play. I don't know how to like start this or anything." So I managed to get my hand on one of these things, which these are a hot commodity nowadays. Really, it's hard oh, to it's, get those. It's, fortunately, 
kind <laughs> Facebook friend was able to ship it to me um, with, for no cost of shipping. And the shipping was $30. Oh, like, my if, God. Yeah, if you go on eBay, these things are like anywhere between 50 and 80 bucks. Like, and then before shipping yeah there i have i have that same one actually uh i had that one in the paul reed the it was like no no that last paul it was okay. the black one yeah and but I, I lost the connection to that one the other one was wireless but the white one i i still have it but i don't have the connection to it yeah and i think those <laughs> ones are such so expensive and such hot commodities because like those are like the best ones to use for clone hero because i guess the, the drivers in them or whatever there's like no no there's like it's not as complicated to for it to hook i don't know the technicalness about it yeah no i got but, you but uh no i i loaded it up and i was like oh sick you know i used to play guitar hero like bulls on parade you know it's like, yes. it fun but this game is fucking hard as hell. I'm like, what is this? They're like, yeah, the people who play this, you know, they chart it and make it really difficult on purpose. And I'm like, dude, I got Carpal Tunnel playing this. It's game. like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's as like, like, like you remember like old Guitar Hero, like through the fire and flames. I mean, that was. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like this stuff is crazy. Like they made our song like super difficult. And you're like, it's not even this hard, like to play it on guitar. <laughs> During our, I so I did a video <laughs> playing our song, and I actually said, I said Adam doesn't play this well. Okay, he's not is not as because Adam's our guitar player. So yeah. I was saying, I was like, this is more difficult than him actually playing the song. Oh but, my uh, god! But no, it, it, it's it's a cool game, and yeah, I wonder now. I'll have to download some victim songs and uh, play them if they're on there. If they're on, well, there was another one. Uh... I thought I saw Tyler's friend. I don't remember who he was talking about, but there was not a traitor song, but there was some metal song on some interactive Star Wars game where you like cut the boxes. I don't know what it's called. And I'm sure someone can be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but it went viral. And uh, I don't know. I was like, people are just like finding ways (laughs) how to place heavy songs on the video games. Like, yeah no it's really cool like uh, you think of like uh i know that one of the biggest you know i used to it used to be like you were you were saying it used to be like the madden soundtracks used to be that but like <sighs> so now, good yeah like and now like doom eternal is like straight up just like genty groovy stuff it's cool the doom eternal track that's literally what the inspiration was for crippling form that was like one of a. Uh, one of the songs on volume three and yeah. John, like they, they would play the doom. It, it was not the most recent doom, but I want to say, I don't remember what the, the title was called, but they always used to play this one song. Hold on. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking this up. Real quick. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, like, cause we did a, it's crazy. We did like a reaction video to one of the doom so- songs from like 2016 or something like that doom eternal or, or whatever yeah and that video has like two hundred thousand views i'm like god damn people like this oh it's bfg division that's yeah, the we, one we've been told a hundred times <laughs> to react to that i guess i guess that's another really uh popular one it's so yeah no that it literally so sick yeah, because it's very rare for me to find anything that's just straight instrumental to like, and then also it's like nine minutes long. So, it, it keeps your attention. It goes, yeah. uh, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoy it. 
I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. No, I did. I enjoyed it too because it's like I was saying, it's like it's very rare. <laughs> it's kind of like the the ongoing meme with our our YouTube channels. I'm like the the short song guy. Like I don't like anything that's over four minutes. You know that kind of thing. <gasps> Me okay. I like some four minute songs, but I'm kind of the same. I'm in the same boat. Like when I see a band put out like a five minute song, unless it's going to super like intrigue me, I can't like listen all the way through. Yeah. Cause I <laughs> going back to your blink 182 fandom, like, like the problem is, and I say it all the time in our videos, it's like a lot of these bands are not good at hooks. It's just, it's the, exactly. Exactly. Just, if you don't have like not. a solid hook and you could, re- you know, you could repeat, the chorus or whatever part like three times and making like a longer song but if you don't have that like kind of song i don't know you're not you're not metallica bro yeah exactly. <laughs> or dream theater you know like, right and you know i say you know <laughs> hey, listen do your thing because i know obviously what it's like to be in a band and you know want to express yourself artistically or whatever but yeah uh i just like i'm just like man like because like i so my guitar player Adam, he's super into like August Burns Red era, like those really progressive style of bands. And all of their songs are at least four minutes. Oh, they're all wicked long. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I like great bands. Yeah, yeah, great bands. Like, and I, you know, like we've had the we've had the opportunity to talk to JT from Era personally and Jake from August Burns Red personally. Super nice guys, which you know makes you like the music even more. Yeah, but. The problem that I, because we'll be, you know, we do like so many reactions a night or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, this song is fucking five minutes, dude. Like, like why? I, yeah, I find it hard. It's, it's easier for me when I'll listen to like Cloud Kicker and stuff like that. And it's like instrumental music that goes on for nine minutes that I could actually listen to if I'm driving, you know, it's like seething, but I cannot listen to screaming for like, (laughs) <laughs> five minutes and then the next song is also five minutes like right if, if you have one song or two songs on your album they're like a little longer yeah i got it but i don't know i like the two and a half three and a half minute songs yeah and that you know that's it well i'm not yeah i mean and i and this is another joke with me is that every video that i do i always find a way to bring up a mirror because they're my favorite band. They're my my favorite band. And, uh, you know, they're definitely closer to the two-minute mark, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and that's the kind of stuff that I dig. So that's, like, one thing I noticed off of your upcoming record is that a lot – there's one song that touches four minutes on the dot, and that's it. Just – oh, wow, okay. I guess I didn't even look at it. (laughs) I just know. I'm like, yeah, the songs aren't that long, I don't think. You have one song that's 12 (laughs) minutes. Did you know that? No. Oh well, wait. Do we actually have a song that's twelve minutes? No, we have a we have a six minute. I think it's a six minute song. It's sinister, and it's off our first record. I'm gonna look while you're talking. I'm pretty sure it's like six minutes and twenty eight seconds or something like that. Let me see. Now we got. Now we have to know. I know. Watch, I'm Um, wrong. Let's see. We got victims. This got. Oh wow. That's like the Spotify desktop app updated. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Um. Okay. Let's see. Um. I used to like order them so much nicer than this. Okay. Let's see. You have. Okay. That one checks out. That was volume two that I just looked at. That one checks out. Volume one. Oh, five forty-four. Five forty-four. There we Sinister. go. Sinister. Yeah. That's that's a long it's a long one, but uh, that's because we have this whole like drawn out 
uh, dissonant. Nee, 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 nee. There's a lead <laughs> going on, and then it hits into this breakdown. We usually close with it, like when we play live, and it's like it's almost like two songs in one. Yeah, but... yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Off of our first EP, we have a song that's five minutes, and uh, the lyrical content is about my mother who passed away. But I'm like, that song sucks, dude. It's too what? long. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry to hear about that, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we're actually working on another one now uh, for her as well. But no, I think I just, I don't know. I, there's just something about the longer songs that I just, I just cannot do it. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen any of my rant videos about black metal or whatever. Well, I saw the one you were ranting. I, I didn't, I didn't like see the comments, but you're like already, you were posting a couple of them to your Facebook and they're like, you're always judging, judging these songs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's yeah. what, I mean, everyone's going to have what they like and dislike, you know what I mean? So Of course. I know plenty of people that don't like my band, so I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Well, also part know. of it, too, you know, like, and I think, <laughs> part, but I think a lot of, especially people, because a lot of people, especially with like the, and, you know, I don't want to call them out specifically, but. You know, the European metal fans are very emotionally attached. Oh, to some yeah. Of these bands. oh like, yeah. Very emotionally attached. And part of what I'm doing on these videos is is shtick. Like it's for entertainment. It's going over the top to like just be. Yeah. So, so like WWE, like you never yeah, seen that. Like exactly. there's a character you're playing and stuff. So. Yeah. But no, I mean, anytime you ever want any good entertainment, just go check out one of our Nightwish reactions. And it is like, we have like 600 dislikes. So it is. Really? It, yeah. Oh, oh it's crazy. God. But, oh, uh, my God. But getting back to victims, sorry for that aside. No, you're good. I, but, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, but I was because I was looking at your discography earlier, and I noticed one thing that you guys do a lot of that I think is super cool is you have a lot of collaborations, a lot of features over the years, like a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> um, we started doing features literally right when we started. And my <clears throat> vision behind that is because I write, one, I write all the lyrical and vocal parts. I literally, oh, wow. yeah, I write all the vocal stuff. Um, that's kind of more what I love doing more so than drums. And I talk about that like here and there, but yeah, <clears throat> from the get go, it's like, these are my lyrics. I know like how I want them to go and the emotion behind it. And I also like to bring on just a vocalist that's going to totally change the song. Cause mm -hmm. I think vocals is just a huge part of every track like you'll hear yeah. the same song with a totally different vocalist it just changes the feel to it and um kind of like hip-hop you know yeah. they're always using like hip-hop and pop there's always features on there yeah always and and there's like a stigma on metal like you can't have a feature because your vocalist just needs to have this huge ego and always has to be the the pinnacle part of the right. band and it's like it doesn't need to be like that and i think I've always wanted to to make other vocalists shine and then also bring on people that I kind of like not look up to, but, you know, inspiration or why I started listening to metal to begin with and this and that, like the plot in you, we got <clears throat> landed on one of our like first songs. Yeah. And uh, they, they were a huge re like reason why I, I started to like this music more and more, you know? So, right. and um that's kind of like the idea behind it. And I I'm starting to notice more people are putting features on their shit. And I'm like, that was not the case when we started. But, you know, it's cool that people are kind of like 
opening up their horizon and uh, their mind to this. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And uh, why do you think that is? I, the, my theory on that is that because I think as time goes on, the people who are starting to enter into these bands are people who kind of grew up with like new metal or probably listen to some hip hop or a little bit. And because I think like if you go back, you know, five plus years ago, there could have been some members of bands who started out liking, you know, some like old, like kind of like uh like melodic death metal stuff or whatever <laughs> they, they hated the new metal stuff and like they just kind of stuck with like that metal you know what i mean but i think yeah. as time goes on i think a lot of people have uh like kind of like like i said like bro- broken with new metal like you would slip not you know me would slip not or the or like you know like a lot of you know rap or, or stuff like that growing up as well and then probably got exposed to it that way i don't know that's my theory what's what, what about you um i think a huge reason is because music is so much more internet based now yeah. that people are getting features of people that they know is going to like bring up their band which is usually True. why i see features for the most part and uh they're like oh we can you know collaborate and and kind of say like oh yeah you know you're almost hitching a ride on this person's band you know and it gives people that might not know your project a more of a a reason to listen to your track so now i'm seeing more bands like constantly use features and i'm like that that's literally that's literally why it's just people want to right off the bat have people's attention that they wouldn't have before when you start out and everything is just so internet based that you see like featuring this person of this band you're like Oh, I know that band, and you instantly click yeah. it. You know, so yeah. I think I think just the new day day and age, and and everything being so Facebook like social media savvy that that's why people started to kind of do that. Yeah, I like your theory better. Than that. <laughs> that's a much better. I, I think that's a much better one. No, because I think I think features are awesome, and you know we've only had one but like uh for the last song that we just put out i i did inquire uh, a certain somebody from a band that rhymes with a mirror and uh <laughs> and, you know, i i asked him we just couldn't afford it at the time yeah but i couldn't think of anything that rhymed with a mirror i'm like what the hell rhymes with a mirror uh demerge no <laughs> i don't know that's like a near rhyme i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but we've had one feature and let's just say Oh, it was from a band that rhymes with healer. We'll just we'll just say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a band too. I don't know if you. Knew I know, that. yeah. yeah. It is. But um, <laughs> funny thing about that, we also had a feature with healer. Uh, re- really? Like, is it out or did you? No, no. It is. Uh, okay. We have since then had to change that said song, oh. but yeah. <laughs> you know. Lucky. Well, so I'm guessing that all I'm guessing that uh, that was after. after well, or, yeah, we we uh, we had that beforehand. It was funny, like when he was in uh, his previous band. I, I don't really want to like yeah. dive too deep, but yeah. like we were friends and everything. And, yeah. um, you know, Alpha Wolf's, you know, he, he liked victims and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, like hop on it, you know, let's hop on a song. And yeah. eventually it came around and he's, you know, we had the song ready and everything. But obviously, you know, that didn't didn't work out. But 
I mean, it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And no, we don't have to dive too deep into that, but I was just, uh, I just thought that it was cool to see all these different features. I mean, you have quite the, uh, quite the, I mean, this is quite the, the names here. you got Darius twice. you got Tyler. I, Darius I mean, twice. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Denon, which is, you know, like that's a, that's a deep cut kind of. Yeah, no, Tyler, it was it was really cool. That was kind of like when we started. No, that was our second official song. And he hopped in there, um, him and Sam Botner. He's a guitarist of Barrier. He he tracked that record for oh, us. Oh, cool. And um, Tyler just came in because, you know, they're good friends and everything. And he nailed down his part. Like, I had the lyrics ready. And he came up with his whole, the whole pattern and, and literally just, like, one take. It was pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Wow. At the time, it was really cool. And um, I really respect Sworn In. I think they get yeah. a lot of unnecessary hate. I think, especially when you live here in this state, it's a very different thing from everywhere else. Like, just... Oh, are they from that that area? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they okay. they're literally... They live, like, probably, like, 30, 40 minutes from me. Oh, wow. So, not too okay. far, yeah. And uh, really nice dudes and everything. And... Um, <clears throat> I think they just got, you know, a, a brunt, like a brunt of a beating, you will, for no, kind of no reason. I think, I don't know. Yeah. I think Sworn and changed a lot for yeah, the well, scene, I mean, you know. They gave a whole continent their, their metal course in Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. <clears throat> we always get called, or not always, but now since, you know, they're getting bigger and everything, they're like, oh, yeah. Alpha Wolf is like the American victims and vice versa. I was like, bro, <laughs> like, stop, stop. I just, yeah. I like, I like that. You know, I like that band. I think they're doing great things. I just, I have never been one that loved to be compared. Right. Because that's not why we play music to be compared to another band. And uh, sworn in, we've definitely got that more than anything. And I don't, I don't ever hear it just because no, I, I grew up listening, not grew up, but in the scene, they were one of the <clears throat> staple bands in the scene. And I, I've seen them go from zero to hero, whatever. And uh, we're not that new to be like, we, in, like our inception came from Sworn In. That's all. Like, I always say that to people. It's like, we only came like a year after them, two years after them. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, to me, I think that <laughs> they're kind of one of those bands that you could say are, you know, I guess for the lack of a better phrase, like kind of ahead of their time in a little bit of a way, because uh, I think that obviously now, I mean, not to compare or anything like that, but there is some sworn in touch, like that sworn in kind of feel or like guitar styles and stuff like that here and there sprinkled in. And um, I think the death card was like a, a super, like, it was a real, like, I don't know. That was just like a really cool album. I mean, like it was super cool. Yeah. I, I really, I enjoyed the death card. Uh, my bandmates, they, again, they grew up in the scene uh, before me. Right. So they had born of Osiris, Vale of Maya, Oceano, um, oh, wow. monsters, rooks. Like there's a few other bands, but they weren't, they weren't fans of Sworn In. Uh, it's only me. Oh, wow. And I don't write the guitar. So mm -hmm. when I tell people, I'm like, <coughs> I 
I don't write the guitar <laughs> and we like, they don't listen to sworn in. So it's like, I never got how we got that, you know, the, the comparison because they liked Vale and Maya. Like that's, that's probably our guitarist's biggest influence, dude. Mark Akubo, like yeah. that, that, that's kind of how I feel like we're like the, uh, I don't know, a, a very mixed, mixed in genre, if you will, or band. Yeah, no, and and I think it's really important, like what you said about like you know comparisons, because I mean, listen, I I catch myself doing it in our videos all the time, like man, that kind of reminds me of blank blank blank, and and I, I've always said to myself like consciously, like when I'm not doing the videos or whatever, or just like in that moment, I'm like, I've always found that if people don't have anything to compare something to, they're like, this is weird, like what the fuck is yeah this? yeah. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> no, I'm definitely guilty of it. And, uh, I try not to be because I, I think it's like what you said. I think we're all trying to like do our own thing. Exactly. No, uh, I do it too. I literally do it. So I, I totally like, <laughs> I totally get it. I just, I'm like, man, that's the only band y'all going to get. Like, I don't know. I'm like, there's so many bands. So then someone's like, you guys sound like, uh, the the funniest one was you guys sound like a heavier um 30 seconds to mars i was like that's what i know that people just like clearly don't i don't know <laughs> very odd uh, <laughs> that's like such a like a like an imagine like what that person must have a wild imagination i mean that's like crazy i, I i'll never forget that comment <laughs> like we it was like that you guys sound like doc loose it's like how do you get that? <laughs> yeah. Comparison? Yeah. I, I don't just know. I think don't people like to do that because it's something they're familiar with. Right. And when you attach that, it's like, it's giving you a reason why you like or dislike something like, right. Oh, I, I like sworn in. And this is why I like this. Cause I think it sounds like it, you know, like it's the closest, it's the closest thing they can be getting instead of listening to that band yeah it's a very interesting uh psychological uh, it is you hear portion of it yeah you hear a sound and you're like it's this yeah, yeah. i do that with riffs i was like i i don't even want to name the riff but there's one riff on a band that everybody likes and i'm like bro that is a literally a barrier breakdown uh there's a band there's a band called barrier yeah and uh yeah. They came from our area as well. And I straight up was listening to this song and, and this record came out in 2017. And, and it was like the same breakdown. And no one else caught this oh, besides me. But you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna like say like, yo, it sounds like this. But if you, if you would like to, I, I, you should tell yeah, me. No, I'll, I'll yeah, no, I'll show it. I'll like, I'll send it to you. But. Yeah, I got it. Now I'm <laughs> very curious because no, I mean, so like, Barrier is one of those bands that I've known of, but like, like I said, my evolution into like this, this area of the scene is very interesting because I kind of didn't like my first metalcore band that I ever really listened to was As I Lay Dying. And that was in like 2010. So like, okay. I kind of I missed, you know, like the rise core kind of stuff. Like I missed all that. So like, you know, we get a lot of requests to check that stuff out and I'm like, not really into this stuff to be honest you know but um yeah it's 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 interesting like how different how people like get into this and you know how you're saying some of your bandmates are into Vale of Maya and Born of Osiris and I totally missed the beginning of all that yeah uh 
I wasn't around for that either. So yeah, yeah I, I'm the same way. Literally, I got in the scene at what, 2011 was my first show in the scene. Yeah, it was like December of 2011. And Barry was actually on that bill, which is really funny. But um, the, the bands I liked was like Attack Attack. I did like it. <laughs> that was Rise Core, but I did like I liked Attack Attack, Asking Alexandria. Um, trying to think who else. Oh, of Mice and Men. I, I didn't even go to my first concert till like 2014 or something. Like I, I, I kind of came into it late. That's the that's your first concert. Yeah, it was actually Mayhem Festival. Um, I went. I went to that. That yeah. it was. It was Code Orange played that right. Twenty fourteen. Honestly, they might have, but back then, I, again, I really I Aven- didn't know who that was. It was Event Sevenfold and Corn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. No, I I went. I went to that. I saw. Uh, what's Ice T's band? Body, Body Count. Count. Yeah. I seen Body Count. I saw Code Orange. I think King Eight Ten played. Yeah. I think. So no, I I went to that year too. Yeah, at that point, um, yeah, I mean, I was I was pumped for Avenged, and then was that the same bill? I think probably Whitechapel played uh, that. Maybe I can't remember. It might have been. Maybe I went to the one the year I definitely saw Avenged, but it might have been at like uh, Uproar Festival or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. So okay, I think I went to Mayhem probably a year later. Um, because I remember my, the first band I ever saw on a stage was Seven Dust, and it was at that festival. <laughs> and uh, and then that's where I saw Whitechapel, and then that is really what kind of got me into really like wanting to do vocals because I saw Phil, and I was like, that dude's this big. How's he doing this? That was – I don't really like Deathcore. Yeah. And But that band, Whitechapel, dude, I was listening to that. Like both their, like, their first two records – all the time in ninth grade i just <laughs> remember it was that and the story so far i don't know why like <laughs> very those polar are opposite polar opposites <laughs> but those two bands like i listened to a lot in like ninth uh ninth grade and that ugh, feels so good like that band just in general is so good and <clears throat> we actually have what was it what's his name uh, i can't think right now my mind's drawn a blank alex right their guitarist oh yeah yep uh we had we we just got <laughs> his signature alex wade we just got his alex signature wade, yeah, yeah. His signature guitar so i don't know i like white chapel though yeah no because i i have a white chapel tattoo that's how into it i am you know oh do you okay okay yeah i have them i have azalea dying um i have an amura tattoo of course and uh a random thrash metal band by the name of Battlecross. So I was. Oh, I know, I know Battlecross. Oh, do you? Yeah. 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 They, used, they used to play around here all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were like pretty hot there for a minute. Like, the, yeah. They, I mean, they actually put out like good stuff. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, I mean, like, they weren't just like a flash. I mean, like, they're, they had like three albums, which were all like pretty sick. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I cannot name you one song, but yeah. I seen, I always saw their their logo on flyers, and they always played at this venue called The Wire, uh, okay. over in Berwyn, which actually closed down, but uh, <clears throat> that and Penny Road Pub, I, I always seen them, always, yeah, seen their name. yeah, I was super into them for a minute, but no, it's uh, it's yeah, but so like I saw Phil, and I was just like, damn, I gotta, I gotta try doing this vocal thing, so somewhere in the internet archives somewhere out there there is a 
iPhone like four cover of me doing the the the, the track uh, possibilities of an impossible existence off of their self titled. Oh man! <laughs> uh, probably uh, very entertaining to watch, but okay. um. So now when I go, I go back to the features for a second here because, like I said, you guys have a lot of them, which I think is really cool. So, like, what was, like, the first one for you where you were like, damn, we got that guy? Honestly, it was Tyler Dennedy. Yeah, really? really? Okay. Yeah, no, I I am a huge – I've always been a huge Sworn In fan. I think that band's sick. Uh, Starred and, like, when that EP came out, even <laughs> though he's not on it, even though Tyler's not on it, every – uh just brings back just wholesome memories in my, in my mind. But uh, Tyler just came in there. And that was the first time a feature did it in the studio. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? He yeah. was there tracking when, when we tracked. Like, we didn't just get it back. Yeah. And I'm like, that was cool. And then Ben Keller. I don't know if you remember a band called Villains. V- vaguely, yeah. Youth they- Forever, they had to change their name to. Oh, okay, okay. So he hopped in there. And uh, he also did his spot just like one take. Wow. I was like, what? I, was, I don't know. I was so hyped. Like at the time, like we recorded that record in 2014. So, at you know, how long ago was that? That's seven years already. That's crazy. So now nah, at the time, those those two guest features, it was just really cool. And it was nice that they, they said they would do it and everything. So that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to apologize in advance because my cat likes to like go into like these meowing fits. I don't know why, but this cat- it's, I don't hear it. But that was like when my mom came up the stairs, you didn't see it, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now my cat, he'll be like super quiet. And then like, it's like almost like he knows I'm doing one of these podcasts. He just comes, he's like, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just, yeah. Well, I, I always make sure to feed him before one of these, hoping yeah. that will, uh, you know, def, like shut him up. Right, <laughs> for the lack of it, yeah, exactly. But it doesn't. It doesn't. So yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, but no. Okay. So so time. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I could I can imagine. You know, especially him being from that area. That must have been super cool. But um, so, like. I'm waiting for you to ask it. I know I have a feeling I know you're gonna say something about one of the features. Oh, I I don't even know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> now, now now you got now I gotta look while I talk. Look, look uh, at volume three. Look at volume three. Oh, uh, now you're gonna you're gonna okay you're gonna make it easy for me. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, <laughs> oh! I actually remember seeing that, <laughs> like like a related YouTube video or something like that. Yep, I, I was like waiting. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, so you also <laughs> you have him and Kadeem. That's yeah, that's yeah, sick. That now that's sick. Um, Kadeem, that was before Loathe. You know. Oh yeah! All I of a sudden, think... got all this you know, attention. Well deserved too. I love that band. I remember but... seeing them in like a very small venue with Wage War. Wage War, yeah. Yep. I seen. I want. We we went to that tour too. It was like Wage War, Varials and Loathe, and mm-hmm. uh, what's Ocean's Eight Alaska? Did they play? I think they might have actually. Maybe. <laughs> I remember and... those three bands that you. Yeah, Varials. <laughs> Kadeem was actually sick, and. Uh, they all had gotten sick on that package and it was one of the last dates if i'm not mistaken and uh their guitarist had to do all the vocals that night oh so, wow 
was like, I, I, you know, you see, I saw Loathe, but not in the, you know, not in the real form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn. No, I only saw probably about, probably half of their set because I got there late and I was like, yeah, wage war. And I was like, what's Loathe? And then I saw him live. I was like, God damn, this, that's low. Okay. Yeah, no, I, we, John actually introduced me, our, you know, our vocalist. He introduced uh, that band to me. And I love it's yours. Like that was the first oh, song the that first I really song for me yeah, too. Yeah, really love that song. And then you know, White Hot came out, and I think yep. that was kind of just what exactly. what started to escalate that band. But that album was 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 so good. I, I listened to it again, probably like a month ago, just in my car. I was like, oh, this. Oh, it's is, so sick. And the new new record's great, obviously. But you know, that first it was I think it was a record or EP or extended. EP, I don't know. Did they do like a split with Holding Absence or something like that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where White Hot is on, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's but. funny you say that. Yeah, because for me, it was It's Yours <laughs> and then White Hot. Yeah, yeah. The same exact progression. Uh, it was like Babylon. That's on the that that yep. record. That's yep. that song's good as hell. It's like you go back into other when you get it really like a band and you go back, you're like, wow. The yeah. whole the whole discography is just great. That's I don't know. Exactly. No, I love for that sure. Band, now, okay. Uh, since you since since you kind of gave me you know a hanging curveball on this one, I'm gonna have to hit it out of the park. You're gonna talk to me about Frankie. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> wait. I was waiting for that. Dude. Um, we were actually talking to Frankie about uh, he had like his label, and so at that oh, yeah. time, Red Zone was, Records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we were talking to him right after Crippling Form dropped in like 2017. Ryan was getting a tattoo and uh, he messaged the page, which was really cool. And, uh, you know, we hopped on a call or whatever and we were going to get on, you know, Red Zone. But then he just, you know, he just told us that I just think I don't know if, you know, I could do that much for you, whatever. And I'm like, no, I feel you. You know what I mean. And and I think at the time, we were kind of like a, a little younger. I I don't think I would sign to a label right now. Still. Yeah. And um, you know, but I, I'm always intrigued by offers. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, long story short, um, you know, I asked him like, "Yo, you want to like do this feature or whatever?" And he's just like, "Yeah, I'm down." And then like send them send them off to stuff and everything and you know we we agreed on uh you know obviously you got to pay for vocal features to, right. to track at least you of know of course yeah so you know he did that and he was going to do a music video but the, wow. the the schedules conflicted um on the tour he was doing but no frankie super just down-to-earth guy you yeah. know what i mean and I like when he kind of talks, he'll like tweet stuff about the industry and stuff like that. And I think give just good knowledge Yeah. because, you know, I, he, he was in this for how long? In it forever. I mean, <laughs> and, he was like 16 years old. It's great. Yeah, and, and he's seen probably seen it all at this point. And one day I would love to even pick his brain more and stuff. But I just feel like he just has that mentality of just uh, – it's not about just climbing a ladder now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I appreciate when people have that outlook. It's not about like climbing and, and th that whole thing and thinking you're successful because right. of X and, and Y and I don't know. 
Exactly. No. I, so yeah, for this podcast, my very first episode was Frank. Cause I'm like, listen, I'm kicking this thing off hot. I mean, it's yeah. Kinda, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I tell cause I, I've, I've emailed him a couple times uh, since then. And I'm like, Hey man, I don't know if you remember. He goes, of course I remember. He was like, what do you think? Well, my memory's that bad or something like that. <laughs> he just, he's a cool dude. But I tell him all the time, I'm like, listen, man, I just love your freaking band. So I'm going to try to, like, keep my fangirling, like, in check. To but, a minimum. <laughs> yeah, but I, listen, I, I just I tell him straight up. But, um, but yeah, so, like, you, you had just mentioned that you said that you may, you're, that you're, you wouldn't sign to a label right now. Of course, offers are intriguing, like you said. But, I mean, you guys have been doing this independent since day one. So, like, how come? I guess is my question. Um, I I agree with you, but I'm curious. Kind of in the midst of a um, labels (laughs) either don't want you. We've never like submitted to one or whatever, but we've gotten like a few offers. But in retrospect, it's like, do do labels want you or they're going to change you or they're not going to allow you to like, we kind of sporadically will put out something just because why not? And I just, you know, bands don't really have that mentality. They're like, we're not going to just put out something just because. But um, I just don't want to be a a band that does things by the book. And um, I just feel like with labels, sure, they give you money. (laughs) They give you money and they give you tour support and they give you this and that. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I just didn't think that's just the road that we wanted to necessarily take because although it's harder independent like straight just trying to grind it just feels very fulfilling like when you get an opportunity because of you and not because of somebody else and I've literally been managing this project our entire entirety of the band too and I don't know. It's nice when you have someone in your corner, believe me, I I wouldn't mind that at this point, but if you got to do things yourself, when you get things done, it it just feels so much more like of an accomplishment than having someone else like pull all the strings and do everything. And and when you do things yourself, it's just, I'm very much of, of a person that is pretty prideful, I guess. So it's like, yeah, like I like to do shit on my own and, so when when the, when the time or if if it comes whatever and we 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 get successful whatever like it's going to be awesome but if we don't we don't i don't think i want to go the smoke and mirrors route of like you have this many streams right. mostly because your labels paying for it i mean they're paying for marketing they have a a huge budget for budget, it you know yeah. And you could pay for marketing yourselves, but it's just an easy go. You get in all these outlets, this and that, but now I'm rambling. But that that's that's a huge reason. It's just I didn't know where we wanted to go at this. And I think when you're with a label and you're unsure, you're just gonna go down a road that is miserable. And I've yeah. seen it from my I seen it from our friends' bands, you know, like I seen a bunch of bands sign to a label and break up a year later. So yeah, and I mean, and and by the way, you're not rambling because like I, this, this <laughs> podcast here. I mean, I've gone numerous hours. We just we just talk until the conversation, you know, just kind of comes to a natural end. But no, so definitely ramble as much as you want. It's not rambling. <laughs> it's called content. Content. But, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, listen. I mean, listen. You got you guys got. I know that you just mentioned the streams, whatever. But 
you got 43,000 people who listen to your music every month on Spotify. I mean, that's pretty goddamn cool. It's slow progression. You know, I, I look at numbers, and I think when you dive too far deep into that numbers game, it will just make you kind of depressed. I've seen, like, I saw someone else talk about it. I think it was somebody, it was just somebody on Twitter, someone in Kingdom of Giants, I think, they're guitarists. Okay. And everybody wants to compare streams and kind of make yeah. that as if you have these amount of streams, you're just better than another band. It's like, that's not the case. I yeah. don't think those numbers will dictate how like you can draw or how good of a band you are. And that would be just advice for even smaller artists than us. Like, don't be too wrapped up in that. Right. Because it, it will just like eat you alive. It's a new generation now. Like, there are bands that I know are way bigger than us, and we have more streams than them. And I know that we can't outdraw that band. And I think if you start to have some kind of a head because you have like a million streams, like I could have one stream or a million, I'm still going to be like the same person. Right. And I think people got to look at it that way instead of just always comparing themselves to other people and thinking that all these numbers are going to determine your worth and success. But yeah. That's just me. Who am I? I'm a nobody. <laughs> Well, but, no, I, I think that's a really good, <laughs> that's a really good point, though. I mean, I think, um, you know, speaking from from our point of view, you know, we're kind of known as, you know, and, and I and I know what we're known as. We're known as the reaction band. Like, you know, I get it, I understand it, but like, I'm like, man, like, I say to the guys all the time when we get together, I'm like, man, I can't wait for shows to come back because I'm gonna, I want, I, I actually have a ch- little bit of a chip on my shoulder to like prove to, yep, people, to yep. prove to people that listen, we can do this shit on the road live we can do this like we're not just shooting the shit on reaction videos and doing some songs every now and then well you guys that's you did something cool though that's you went outside the box and you're going to be like band does a reaction and now reaction videos are, are happening more often but you've been doing it for so like like longer than a lot of these people you know what i yeah. mean and you're putting out quality content and you thought outside the box enough to do that I don't just like we'll be the merch band for the rest of our lives. I know, I know how it is. Pretty sick. We have have a lot of merch. We put out like constantly. We put out merch, and that's like probably what we're known for now. But it's all about thinking outside the box and pulling people in instead of like, here's my song. Like everybody could do that. Here's my song. Like you're actually putting in the effort to make something different. So, and I think you're standing out because of that. So, well, I, I really do appreciate that because I, I think, um, you know, that was definitely something that I was, I was like, guys, we got to think of a way to differentiate ourselves from the other 400,826 <laughs> metalcore band. I mean, there's like, there's literally so many. There's like there's so many. More now than I swear ever in my entire existence. It's crazy. Like every time I turn around, I got like a the new, new email. One. I got a new email from somebody like, hi, we are X band from X area. We've just for, I'm like, what the hell? It's crazy. And there'll be, there'll be bands coming out the jump. Like uh, all of a sudden they have a million, they have like 2 million streams, a hundred thousand followers uh, on monthly or monthly listeners. And I'm like, never heard of them. And I'm like, I know a lot of music. All right. Like how did that just come about out of nowhere? 
Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> robots, bots have got to listen to Facebook too. You know what I mean? They got yeah, bro. I don't know. Out. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just go check their numbers thirty days later. It's a lot different looking after uh, yeah, 30 days. or uh, when everything changes again, the algorithm and all that. Um, yeah. Let's see where your numbers are in a few years. <laughs> no, but no. And that's one thing that I really <laughs> respect about your band as well is because I know that you guys have been at it like, you know, DIY, like the definition of it since day one. And like, you know, you're, you've done the, 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 the uh, I sound like an idiot saying this, but like the road warrior tour. The road stuff, warrior. You know? Yeah. You know I mean, but you've I've... been on. You've been on the road a lot, and uh, I think that's really cool. Thank you. Now the, I was going to say the uh, sleeping on the ground warrior. <laughs> I've literally slept on so many hardwood floors. I've slept on the ground outside, like on a tissue box. I have literally, like, not skipped any step. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> like, some people like, oh, we, we skipped a step. Hurrah. And I'm like. I don't mind not skipping a step. You know why? Because if we ever get, you know, into the next step, <laughs> all those other ones are going to just feel like, wow, like I did that. Like ground up, didn't have, a, I didn't get to skip no steps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, sure. I think that's really, I really do admire that because it is something that, I'm not sure I'll experience to the same degree only because I have a, I have a 10 year old son. I don't know if you, oh, okay, I, don't know, okay. yeah, I didn't know if you knew that or not, but yeah, I have um, a 10 year old son and then uh, Adam has two daughters. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So we're definitely going to, uh, we definitely want to hit the road, but we kind of have to be, I don't want to say selective because that's a bad word, but it, it just can't be every opportunity Oh, no, no. I, I think after COVID, that's literally what's going to be happening with a lot of bands. You can't take that risk of just, you know, we don't know how long this pandemic's going to last. We don't know how long yeah. this yeah, COVID's going to last. And it, you're literally putting your body and, and mental health and all this stuff at risk when you go on the road. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. So I do believe bands are going to be a lot more selective. I think... Only the quote-unquote strong, you know, will survive. And um, as you, as a lot of people saw with this pandemic, a lot of bands, you know, have either haven't done anything or broke up or, you know, what have you. So the yeah. bands that stuck around through this past year, you know, you know, props to them. Yeah. And so, like, what do you make of, um, you know, bands that maybe didn't break up, but they didn't really, they just kind of, like, took the year off, so to speak? Because I think... From my point of view, I'm like, damn, that's a prime opportunity for content. But, you know, you come from a kind of a different point of view, whereas you have been touring a lot. Like, it's just kind of a two, two it's like a kind of a different perspective, maybe. But, like, I'm just curious how you look at that. Um, so I personally would never take a year off. Uh, yeah. I just I think especially when you're doing things independently, you do not have room to do that. <laughs> you know? If you're a smaller artist, you don't really have the the room to take a year off. And if you do, you're going to be forgotten about. Like everybody's attention span is, is so short that you could be hyped two years ago and nobody, probably everybody forgot you at this point. And that's the sad, sad but true. 
But when you're an established artist and you take the year off and, and some of these artists probably have kids maybe yeah. or, you know, working on themselves or right. this, that, and the other, when they come back, they'll probably still have that same following. It really just depends on you and if you're still keeping up with your socials or you're still just making it known that you're doing music and you're, you're ready to go back on the road, whatever. And um, for example, like Spite, hasn't put out anything but i think when they release their album people are going to be like really hyped about it so i think it just depends but i personally would never just take a year off but yeah. let's just say I, i've heard from sources about some of the spite stuff so i'm, I'm pretty excited oh, i've heard from sources some from source i do have a journalism degree so i, I can say that you know i didn't oh, write writing it down, yeah. writing it down. <laughs> sources um <laughs> I'm like the, I'm like Adam Schefter over here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> my sources has said yeah. this person has got traded again. Or, yeah. or, they always say that, and then it sometimes it does not come true. Yeah, like Adam, the the worst one is like Bill um, Nightingale. Oh, oh, Bob Nightingale. Bob, yeah. oh my God, like he'll yeah. be like, uh, my sources, and then like Bob, you didn't even spell the tweet right. <laughs> like you need you need to sit down <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not nah, it's uh yeah I, I yeah i don't know i just <laughs> taking a year off I, I i mean i saw a lot of bands in the star local area do that and i'm like damn man because it's like it's tough i mean you i mean just to kind of go back to streams for a second i mean you see the numbers like the streams are like when the song first comes out they're at a point and then they slowly kind of trickle down and then, yep I mean, so it's like people after two days, are like, all right, what's next? You know, what's next? exactly? What's next? They they're like, everything is about what are you doing next, not yeah. what you're doing currently. And the one thing about touring, what kept people's attention is like a tour. Like, you don't need to release a song like on the tour. You know what I mean? People yeah. are going to be like, they're out on the road, and you're posting content pictures from tour. It's just a consistent basis. Yeah. So now you know without touring which is a lot of these musicians livelihoods it's just like you kind of lose that that step of yeah. wanting wanting to do a lot you know and so I, I i fully get taking a break as well you know as not so it just depends on on who you are sure but it sounds like to me that you're you're somebody who kind of I guess like eats, sleeps, and breeds victims, which I think is uh, kind of cool. Maybe I, maybe I'm wrong, but unfortunately, I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, I work hard, so the rest don't have to. You know? <laughs> but not not as much. But no, this this is literally something I love more more than anything. I've gone through. Like, you know, we went through multiple members because they don't have that same vision. They don't want to do touring. They don't want to take it as serious. And I, uh, I don't know. This is just my, my passion, my love, my attempted career, <laughs> quote, career. quotations. Um, and I don't know. It's probably given me the most, like, joy. Like, yeah. As, and holding on to my youth as much as possible. I think that's why I, I stay in a band and, and do this as long as I, I do. Well, I did see your Facebook post about saying that you miss being a kid. What, what made you uh, say that? Well, I'm turning 25 
Wow, you're so I'm I must be ancient if that No, if no, no. But like <laughs> I'm turning twenty five and I think I even remember, you know, just going outside and playing sports. Like sports was something that I love doing more so than even playing music. Like that was the first thing I loved doing. But I knew I wasn't gonna be <clears throat> the first woman baseball player. So I had to you know, I quit and that's what, what drew me into music. But um I just miss being active and friends wanting to go out and now everyone's becoming an adult and, you know, other people have responsibilities and it's just, uh, I don't know. You miss it. You know, you only get together with yeah. friends here and there. You only do this and it's getting dark, but you know, you're losing people in your life constantly. Yeah. Like, and you just, yeah. it's a big, huge realization, like the ignorance that, or the, uh you know naive yeah. when you're young to to a lot of different things and now you're subjected to a lot of dark things every day on social media and on the news and this and that and yeah. it just kind of gets gets you down and you just kind of wish you could go back and, and relive uh the the better times yeah no i i totally totally know where you're coming from because it's weird right it's like you kind of have like that phase of when you're a kid until like probably like i don't know at least teenage up until your teenage years and then there's like that like not like an awkward period but there's like a period where you don't really consciously think about that and then i think it was like when i turned like 25 in that area that i started thinking like damn like time just goes by so fast so and th that plus watching my son grow up uh yep it just it's it's crazy because i mean i think back all the time i mean to me my fondest memory like you mentioned playing sports and um i was very shy growing up so i didn't really play in a whole lot of organized sports i was like very shy but uh i used to play world of warcraft with my friends okay and, yeah and, yeah uh, and i just remember back like to those memories and like though that was like and I still play that game to this day. So it's like anytime I log on to that, I'm like, damn, like I just remember like 15 years ago playing. It's it's crazy. It's it's truly like I, 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 we sound like super boomers or whatever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's cr like I mean, it feels like to me, like I, it feels like 2005 wasn't that long ago, but it really it, was. It, it really was. And <clears throat> I just, I, I saw some of my childhood friends like yesterday. Uh, that's like, it was like after, it was like at, at night, like pretty late, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we just talked for like two hours. Yeah. It, we were talking, we were, I know, we were talking until like 1 a.m. I was like, why are we hanging out at like 11 p.m. right now? But you know, <laughs> um, you know, after I did my family thing, I uh, saw them for a little bit and we were just talking about all of our memories and this and that. And one of my friends I've been friends with for 20 years. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because so I know like for me, I have a lot of the same friends I had from growing up or high school and stuff like that. Is that the case with you? Yeah, um, high school, not so much because I actually I transferred to a different school because I got oh. into this like special program that only 20 like five kids were allowed in. Oh, okay. and um, okay. I I switched high schools because I thought it would kind of push me a because I'm very I'm not sh I'm shy when I'm out of my element. Yeah, so I knew I knew if I transferred schools, I'd be out of my element. But I did that because 
you will probably drift from the people in high school anyway. Yeah. So mentally, I was gearing myself up for it. And, at, you know, I pulled the trigger and just like went to another school. But all of the people I grew up with in my neighborhood, um, I still talk to. And I've been friends with like 10 plus years. And um, it, it's like a wild feeling, you know, like you've known all these people for over a decade yeah. and oh, that's that's what that was the realization like oh my god like yeah i <laughs> i i i kept all, i kept like most of my friends though like yeah no i i know yeah i mean like one of my longest friends who i still talk to pretty frequently i mean not as much obviously you know with life and stuff like that but his name is james and i've been friends with him since i was six years old i mean it's been a long time yeah it's been crazy. It's it's really crazy to think about because I don't know, and I and I and I know we're getting really deep here, but that's okay. <laughs> this is what this podcast is about: uh, metalcore and life, you know. And life, but, but uh, I don't know. There's something. There's something that I've thought about a lot of, and it's like, do I miss like certain things that happened or is the nostalgia missing the 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 time that it encapsulated like for instance like when i was younger i didn't i don't miss like necessarily being younger but it was just the the, the catalyst kind of for like having no responsibilities playing world of warcraft for 10 hours a day you know like it was just kind of like you're just a free spirit in a way no, I, I totally I feel that. Uh, we used to stay up um, playing RuneScape. Yeah, hell yeah. A RuneScape, yep. literally, that was the game. And it was, <laughs> you know, I'd talk on, my, <clears throat> on the phone with my friend Nick, and we'd be on there playing, like, every night. And uh, that was before it got all weird and they got an update. And I think they, it's okay now, but... Yeah, they released the old version. Yeah, they, yeah. but there was, like, a new version that... At a at a point in time, I was like, "Y'all just gonna change the game like that?" Yeah. <laughs> but no, I to I totally understand what you, like where you're coming from. It's like, at the time, you're like, "Was it really that good?" You know, because yeah. you don't you don't know because, you know, we've aged. I think I just think a lot of the time, yeah, we as people we want to consistently look at the past instead of like staying in the present, and that's why. Uh, everybody's anxious or depressed or this or that because you're yeah. constantly looking behind and or ahead and you're not just like existing in the now and i i have i have trouble doing that sometimes you know and i think shows was the one thing that i couldn't completely exist in the now and forget everything else around yeah. me yep that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, the, for the shows that we've played, um, obviously it hasn't been anything like you guys have done with traveling and whatnot, but there's something very special about being on that stage, even if it's in front of two people. Of course you want more people, but in the beginning, even if it's two people, there's just something about like, like this is like the ultimate, like, like, I don't know what it is. It's like, like you just need that confidence, like an yeah. ultimate confidence test in a way. No, uh, I, I totally feel you. And I don't think the what kind, like we've done touring or whatever, but I don't think even if you haven't, like it doesn't take away from that same feeling or right. experience or everybody is just completely different. Everyone's living life in a totally different perspective, which is that's the coolest thing. And um, 
any show i literally get hyped on like one person a thousand people like it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter like i always perform the same and i always yeah. just like let loose and and do my thing you know and i don't know it's a great yeah. great feeling yeah no it is and it's it's and I think the reason why I've been thinking about kind of like the uh, the nostalgia factor so much, and it sounds so silly when I say it, but like to me it means a lot. So like the game World of Warcraft, like what RuneScape did, they released the old version of it. World of Warcraft's doing the same thing. I heard I heard about this. My, our, our, all right, uh, disclosure: uh, our guitarist plays World of Warcraft. This is how I know these things. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they're re they re-released the original version. Now they're about to re-release the ex the first expansion pack for it, and that's when I first started playing. So that's coming out, and I'm like, I have all these feelings because it's like this was like who I was, like this was my I, literal identity for like <laughs> years. So it's like it's gonna be a trip down memory lane, and it's gonna be like that ultimate like nostalgia versus reality kind oh, of no. music. You know what I mean? And it's like damn this game sucks or whatever you know yeah it, the, the realization that it's like wasn't as good as you thought yeah but then sometimes though it could surprise you yeah because like i'll uh we were playing madden or not madden street 2 you remember street oh, 2 wow yeah i was playing that yeah. like not too long ago and um i'm like this game is still sick like <laughs> the, the, the soundtrack's still good it came out i think in 2004 and i don't know i was like i could still i could still play this nostalgic and old games and still enjoy them the same yeah no for sure i, I yeah one of my, my the first football game i ever played was like a blitz like 98 blitz. yep 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 and uh i always i never knew how to play any of these football games so i was i'd always take the safety and make them like go to like the <laughs> oh yeah line. the end zone and you like i did that i did that in madden i used to do that because like at de like i was always good at offense but yeah. i feel like defense is kind of boring i still suck at defense yeah so. exactly so like I just put them, I would be like, ding, 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 like put them all the way back there. It's like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny you say that. Yeah, I, it's so funny, like when you think of like, even just like video games, I'm like, you're like, I used to play a game this way. And you think like you're the only one who ever did that. Like everybody else did that or whatever. Yep, yep. Like I, uh, I saw... Uh, like Finn McKenty. This has nothing to do with video games, but Finn McKenty, he put out a video, uh, a tweet that it was like, it's one of the, it kind of relates to it in terms of like, I thought that this was isolated to like my school, but it was like, you remember when you were in elementary school and they said that if you wore an earring on your right ear that you were considered gay? Yeah. Because I, yep. I had earrings when I was in third grade and uh, I was like, damn, that's like a, that's like a thing that's everywhere. It's just crazy. Like uh, how all that stuff can spread and be everywhere. That and the S. Yeah. Remember that, like, the S? Yes. Where did that, where did that S come from? I don't know. But everyone, like, when you were born in school, you were just, like, it was, like, check, one, two, three, one, two, three, and you, like, connect them. Yeah. And I was always, I don't know why I was, like, dumb, but I, I like, couldn't get it sometimes. I, I would, like, <laughs> fuck it up. And I'm, like, okay, dude. Like, I'll just, I, I used to draw cubes. Like, you know, yeah. like, when you yeah, figured out how to. 3D yep, cube. Yep. Yeah. I used you know, to just do that. I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. So I'm just yeah. like, at, <clears throat> after a test or whatever, I get out like a sheet of paper and just write or uh, draw the cubes and, and make like so many of them. I was like, 
Because I didn't have like a cell phone. I know kids had cell phones. I feel bad actually for people who have had cell phones. Um, I didn't like have a middle school stuff. Straight up. I, I got mine. It was like, you know, like a Blackberry, but like it would be the Walgreens brand of like yeah. a Blackberry. That's what I had. And, and still to this day, like I just don't text very often. I just don't care for it. I don't care for like constantly talking to people and, and being yeah. con and like always being available. And I think that's why I, I, I don't like randomly message people a lot. I kind of just stick to if you have questions about victims and I'll like answer it. But I just prefer like in person or something yeah. like this, just right. a lot more than texting and, and knowing my every day. And I don't know. I, I don't have Snapchat. I don't do that. And I got, I got rid of that a while. Yeah, too. I, I, I just think that's a very silly app. I, I don't know. That, that's how I feel. I just, <clears throat> I don't want to document like every ounce of my life, I guess. People do and though. People I know. It's and crazy. they're just, the whole time staring at their phone and I'm not trying to judge nobody. Cause I, you know, no, 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 no. But, but I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fact. I mean, I mean, it's just, and yeah. it just totally takes you out of reality, reality and your mom and the moment of, of you could actually be sharing like, I don't know, a real conversation with somebody. Yeah. So. No. And, and, and yeah, cause I know for, for like our band, I'm kind of in a similar role as you where Adam's like, he does the music cause I don't know how to play guitar. And uh, <laughs> and, I, and uh, I literally it would it would be no music if I had, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I kind of handle like the social media and stuff like that and and uh, and whatnot and I and I do I mean I find myself on there very often just to promote the band and stuff like that yeah so that's really what it is but like uh, yeah I don't know it is crazy like I, I like sometimes like there's been weeks you know how like iPhones will send you like your screen time for the week and i'm like god damn that's how like that's a lot i and especially with this lockdown i think yeah. that was the the what kind of because you know i wake up i still do wake up check your phone like that's yep. just a habit for so many yeah and i just think about you know on the road i bear i like unless we're driving i like never use my phone i just try to stay in the present moment as much as possible and um I just, after being in lockdown and constantly looking at my phone, I feel like that has burned me out completely. Yeah. Like I used to post, I used to like, you know, you have to stick on social media just to, to make your band still like, relevant. Hey, we're whatever, here, yeah. you know, yeah. but I don't even like posting. Like, I don't know what to post. I have nothing interesting to say too much times. And like, <laughs> I don't want to constantly just post victim stuff, but that that's what I find myself. That's it. That's like all I got to, to tell everybody. Cause I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause I think now, nowadays too, I think a lot of people really are interested in like, I know this is going to sound very like Kardashian or whatever, but like, but they like, they like the, access. the drama. Yeah. Like they love the access. Like what is, what is, what is Meredith doing in her spare time? Why aren't you on Twitch? You got to share with her or whatever. Yep, yep. And uh, like, I know that we're on Twitch and stuff like that. And uh, people, people just, I think um, like really can connect with a band more so that way. And I think that's why they seek it out. I don't know though. It, it's one it's, it's, it's interesting. I like I like Twitch because it's again it's it's more more of a virtual experience but yeah um, yeah people 
like to sort it out. And then I think people also miss like the mystery though. Cause yeah. if you know everything about somebody already, then what, I don't know. What's the, what's the allure. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. what's going to be interesting anymore. And it's, it's cool when you know personal things cause you could talk about it maybe like, now I know you like World of Warcraft and you know what I mean? And football, yeah. we shoot the shit for that. Yeah. But for like everyday life, it's like you don't have to let everybody in. Right. And exactly. I would, I w- used to do that more, like let a lot of people in like constantly. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of like, you know, I'll post here and there whatever I'm feeling instead of forcing it because I'm just. I, I can't consistently build my own content. I'm doing the victims content already, so it's like, yeah, I can't do my and it's, the victims. It's, it's just it's just so much, and I, I mean, think pe- oh, yeah, people don't. Know, oh, sorry, people don't know that. Like, so the social media platforms is probably half of being a band. Yeah, absolutely. Straight up, like the the way you put things out, the way everything looks, the way like just everything. It's such yeah. like uh it's it's work. People don't know that. They think, oh, social media, like yeah, it's just, like, you just pick and post. Yeah, your little band thing. That must yeah, be fun. And, yeah, and it's like, no, this part is actually more for me, doing social media is more taxing than playing. By far. And writing oh, absolutely. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, I know that for all of our song releases, like I set up like a 20 day content plan of like post this at this time. And, you know, because the algorithm says that most people are visiting our Instagram page at 3 p.m. on Wednesday or whatever, you know. And uh, yeah, I I get like that. And it, it is a lot of work. I mean, it really is. I mean, like, I mean, like I've explained to people like on our Twitch streams, like how much goes into releasing one song, like the right way you know what i mean yeah yeah like like a like a a video and you know like even just the spotify canvases now or like it's just so so much you gotta have the thumbnail the custom thumbnail you need to make sure there's not enough too much text because otherwise um, facebook's like like, haha no no and then in your post i even noticed like social media is just so much experimenting uh, if you put too much text in your post, it doesn't get good reach if you do yeah. it at this time or this. And yep. I was like, this was not this much work uh, when, what, five years ago. Yeah. And our reach was better. I just remember our reach was better with like 3,000 likes or 4,000, whatever, than now with like 20,000. It's so insane um, to think about how much the organic reach has died been throttled yeah and i think that's just another thing that's it sucks like when you're new when you're brand new and you're coming into facebook you're like oh we just use ad manager now we do this and that but when you first start you're like that didn't exist you had to find out other ways to get your content out there and i thought i found some good ways and then they just took it all away and there's like no more organic reach like yeah no i know i know for me i've i've literally spent probably the amount of time it would take to earn a a bachelor's degree in facebook yeah just like watching videos i've signed up for different courses i'm like i gotta learn this stuff and it's always changing anyway so exactly no it's ever changing like you have to be up on it because i just noticed you know 
our old how you can just boost a post and sponsor that was working before now like no nope. no yeah. like there is like you got to <laughs> dive in deep but you gotta figure out how to do this and i've asked you know a few people obviously a person that everybody knows and you've talked to a bunch is jeff oh i and, love jeff i was yeah, I, yeah. I, he actually i have text messages from him right now so <laughs> oh really wow yeah. coincidence yeah but um no jeff just been doing this for uh, when I heard he, when I heard his age, I was like, oh fuck! Like he doesn't look his age. He looks yeah. Like, he's sixty-seven years old, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he he's like a genius when it comes to like that stuff for sure. So I've I've definitely picked his brain quite a few times and just watched. Yeah. But at the same time, like something you know he can do for his bands is not going to always work for somebody else and. Right. It's just is still a learning curve, you know, and yeah. it, you got to figure out what works for you. And one release like this tactic works, and then the next it doesn't. It's like, Lord help me. It, it's crazy. I mean, there's like we've been releasing songs like every like two or three months apart, and it's like it's a whole it's like a whole different. You would think it was three years in between songs, just because how everything is so different. It, it it's. It's crazy. I mean, and that's the other reason why we did the YouTube as well is because it's like, we got to put this out to somebody. I mean, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And so like, fortunately we get some traction because of that, but it's, but it's like, yeah, I mean, just with Facebook ads, it's like now they've added in that new thing with like, you know, the, 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 um, iOS update where like, yep, I was looking data or anything yep. like that. And, it's just like uh, I've kind of reached a point with certain ads, like YouTube ads. Like I'm just like, listen, I'm just gonna pay some. I, I just, I just don't. I, just, I, mean, I just don't. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Here yeah, you just, go. <laughs> I just don't have the time. So here you go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's crazy. And like I've broken it down for people on our Twitch streams, and they're like, "Really? It's that much?" I'm like, "Hell yeah! It's a lot of money to. Re- it's like the amount of money you make from being a metalcore band versus how much it costs to be one." is very uh the seesaw leaning the other way dude yeah i literally to start this band up oh so much money like <laughs> the number like i look back it's like i write everything down like oh really? if there was okay. i write every order that we've had to, just in case now because as you get into this you got to do LLC. You got to yeah, get we, the taxes we just, down. We did that this year, yeah. Yep, that the taxes, the you know, you got a bunch of stuff comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh, this yeah. is where it gets real fun. You thought it was fun before, um, yeah. but I writ I write everything down. I have it all paid, like pretty much like on my notes on my computer. I have my spreadsheets, every order I've ever sent out, what day um what was going out like it's crazy to keep track of actually it's it's ridiculous and i know like i put forth this gigantic effort i'm sure not a lot of bands do this but just in case something happens like i can prove like hey like i have my receipts i can you know whatever yeah and uh it's just important to to track i even track like sometimes our growth like in different So, I don't know. It's it's stupid, but well, I just no, want to know. I, I want to know where we are. I guess like, are we like doing good? Are we actually growing at a steady rate? Whatever, and like, how fast are these songs growing and this and that? And yeah, I don't know. It it's stupid things, but I get so 
I get a lot of anxiety uh, if I don't do it. I yeah. like need to. Yeah, you get very in the weeds about it. Yeah, no, and I know. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, that was like the first thing that we thought of when we started, like, because we put a lot, like, like any band, you put a lot of money into it up front because you're like, one, you have to, and two, you're like riding high. You're like, all right, let's fucking go, you know? And, yeah. Like, and uh, it reached a point where, like, man, we got to figure out a way to at least make this somewhat self sustained, like, somewhat. Like, there's got to be something. So that's why we do, like, the Twitch and we have Patreon and all that stuff. And uh, fortunately, that really helps out a lot. And like, um, I reassure people all the time, like, listen, we don't just pocket this money. This literally, we have to like save up months of this stuff for one song. (laughs) That's why we do. That's why we started doing merch. Literally could tell you that's exactly why. Um, I, uh, none of us are rich. (laughs) We don't have uh, here, like, we don't have parents that help us, you know, and we don't have any sort of that kind of financial backing. So um, victims like the merch drops is literally how we afford everything. And we don't, we don't, I know every band works differently, but we usually put things right back into the band um, a lot of the time. And then touring was like when, you know, we pay ourselves, but obviously that (laughs) touring isn't happening anymore, but yeah, I mean, people don't realize music videos it you want to do things right the the artwork the merch yeah. like the merch designs if you have merch and the if you put into ads if you um trying to think what else there's so much like little videos if you do like little content or yeah like, there's always like i always could say like i, I always come up with like well, this is like our budget but then i'm like always adding like a few extra hundred bucks just because who the fuck knows what's gonna happen well i used i used to do what you just said like uh you plan each day like when you're gonna release stuff yeah but i honestly had stopped doing that because i noticed that like you think you have a good plan and then it flops. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh cool. Like this is going to look, work, work out great. And then um, the post flops and you're like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So we dropped that Chiodos cover, which was so out of the element again, but we just dropped that like randomly. I didn't literally no boost, no ads, nothing. It reached, 70,000 people. Wow. Which is more than like anything we've dropped has. And I was like, okay. So I randomly drop it on a fucking Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I randomly drop it on a Wednesday. Just, you know, why not? Let's try it. Drop it on a Wednesday in between our album releases. Let's see if this is going to work. Boom. Like literally got 10,000 in the first day. I was like, okay. Literally, I give up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I give up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can definitely like galaxy brain yourself or whatever into being like, all right, I have the perfect plan. And like sometimes it's just like as simple as just here you go, you know, like you never know. But at it's, the same time, you could just put it out and then it flops and then it's like I know it's, it's crazy. just you never know. And we did the we did the nameless cover. It was the same thing that uh, it has like four hundred k. I literally put $20 into sponsored posts. That's it. Jeez. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> it just grew. I was like, okay, literally we never played it live. I've never like promoted it much. That's it. I was like, 
that that's my point to you. Like literally, the the thing you wouldn't expect is is just it pops off, and yeah. uh, you put so much into the album or whatever, and then it flops, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Not not saying not saying the album flopped or anything, but I just right. an example. Right. No. No. I know what you mean. But uh. But listen, I know that I've had you for a, a while here, and I really appreciate all your time. So I'll ask you some of the most important questions, and then we'll talk about the album on the way up. But l- let's talk about Chicago sports. Let's talk about the Bears. No. Yeah. Because I know that I know. Listen. Because I used to write for the website Bleacher Report. Um, oh wow. Yeah, I did for three years. I, I covered the NFL. For them and oh, that's uh awesome. yeah so when i saw that you were posting about fire ryan pace i was like oh i didn't know that she was into into and then i figured out you were from chicago and i was like okay that makes sense um because chicago fans are chicago people in general are very are very rabid, angry very yeah angry and rabid fan bases for whatever um, yep yep we love we talk. love our teams and we hate them at the same yeah. time but, but I mean, um, you have a good reason to hate the Bears, uh, sort of, because they're like so close, but they cannot get a goddamn quarterback for, t- for for anything. I don't foresee them ever getting a quarterback either. I think Andy, I think we're going to win like four games. I hope, <laughs> I honestly hope we win one so we get a good draft pick. I yeah. hope we get, win one game. Well, yeah, I saw the stat because obviously they're changing now to 17. 17. Ga- I was like, oh, cool. Another loss. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. And, Against the and Raiders. All the, and all the AFC teams are at home this year, too. So the Bears will be on the road but uh, for that game. But I saw a stat that was like during the 16-game era, the Bears never had a quarterback go over 4,000 passing yards. And I was like, God damn. That, that bad. That's how you know it's just misery, dude. It's just when you can't. Can't win. Yeah, when the best quarterback in your history is Jay Cutler, it's a problem. <laughs> and it wasn't even prime Jay Cutler. It was like after prime. Like one year he was really good. It was like 2010. And then the the Bears front office was like, oh, Greg Olson was his highest target. Let's get, get rid, rid of, of him. him. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get rid of him. And we have no... Uh, we have no receivers. Oh, um, Alshon Jeffrey, All Star. Oh, let's get rid of him too. It's like awesome. Yeah. Like keep it coming. Like I mean, fortunately and unfortunately for him, as soon as he got traded, it almost seemed like he just like 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 just dropped out, like just injuries and everything. He was just like kind of like on the decline. But yeah, when he was with the Bears, he was he was so good. He was like one of the best receivers, but now we have uh, Allen Robinson, and they're messing around with him. See, yeah, and he's like really good, like so, like like a lot of people who like watch football casually or may not know how good he is, but he's like so good. That dude's never had a good quarterback. Ever. No, Blake Blake Bortles, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, and now yeah. uh, Andy Dalton. That's like awesome, dude. Like, how does it make you? <laughs> to know that the Bears traded up from three to two to draft Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's it's probably going to go down as the worst uh, GM decision in NFL history. Oh, Honestly, yeah. it could. It, it could. Damn. Well, at least the Cubs won a World Series a few years ago. Oh, and now they suck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a no. Tampa Bay fan, so... Uh, we've, oh, we've the like Rays! Yeah, I've always been like this. I named my son after Evan Longoria. Actually, Aww. <laughs> yeah, I was a big Evan Longoria fan. But 
Um, yeah, they've always been like this close, but they never I spend ha- more than $40 million a year on players. I, so. I rooted for them in 08, and I rooted for them last year. I had the, the, the hat when they first – I think that was the first year they changed their name, actually, yeah. and they cha- rebranded. Yeah. And uh, I have that hat. And the Phillies, you know, they lost. They lost yeah, to the Phillies. Brian Howard. Yeah, um, hit a home run and everything. I remember it very clearly. Yeah, and then last last year that one game, the walk off. I was like, that was so hyped. That was like the one. That like the best. One of the best moments in baseball history. Yeah. And then they just like, let's take out Blake Snell when he's dealing. I was like, bruh, <laughs> please, uh, Lord, help me. I yeah I. I'm like, listen, like, uh, it's just never going to happen with it. I'm just convinced at this point, like, it's just never going to happen with the Rays. I don't know because they're very like, it's almost like, because they're very good at the analytics of it all and like really saving money. But then that also killed them with Blake Snell, like, because the analytics say to take him out. But, and that's kind of what we were talking about, like the analytics for, uh, you know, the drops, the music. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're always looking at the stats, you might miss just the the most important thing, and that's just the game in general. Like yeah. the the player, like it, the stats could say this, but you really, if they're saying they're they're good, bro, like leave him in. Yeah, <laughs> it's Blake Snell. This isn't like a bum. Like this is Blake Goddamn Snell. Yeah. It, uh, now if it now if it was um, let, let's try to think about somebody who's not that good right now. Oh man, um, I'll think of like a raised pitcher from the past, just uh, uh, like a uh, 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 we could use. Oh, Chris Archer, perfect. He used to be. Oh, the perfect. So could, yeah, he, and he went Chris to the Archer. Pirates. Yeah, 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 and he sucks. So there, yeah. If it was him, I would get that. But <laughs> if if you Blake Snow is like one of the best in the game, especially yeah. last like last year. So. Yeah, I I I couldn't believe that. But okay, so the 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 you know, the Cubs, the uh, the Bears. I think they're picking at twentieth. What do you what do you hope that they they're, do in the draft? You, they're gonna move. They're gonna move up. You, you think so? Yeah, and I think th- I think we're all gonna be like pissed off. They're gonna go up and get like Mac Jones or somebody. Yeah, like that. yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get someone that's irrelevant that is not gonna help the franchise, and they should just tank. I th- I just want them to tank. That's just my my wish because I, I want them to re-sign Robinson and Tank. That's really it because I don't foresee um, with their schedule. It's it's so hard. It's probably yeah. one of the hardest in in the entire uh, league. I don't foresee them doing much. Like I don't know. It, it sucks, but it it does because it's like the Bears are like a like. Outside of the quarterback, like they have like a really good team, like it's a really solid team. Like they do solid, but but the quarterback, that's the game now. It's yeah. not a defense cannot win you the game. No, it's it's no. a QB, and and Tom Brady and the Bucks proved that. Yeah, I'm sorry that I, I the rest okay that that whole team was good. The whole team was good. We'll not discredit that. Yeah, but without a leader like Tom Brady, they wouldn't have won. No, no way. they wouldn't even have gotten there. Yeah, I mean, no. yeah, and uh, I, I, but it is kind of funny though. I got to be honest that Andy Dalton might be your best quarterback in the past like twenty years. I know. Well, hopefully he put. <laughs> maybe he'll perform better than Mitch, but I don't want them to go eight and eight. I would rather see them win one game than eight games. 
Yeah, no, for sure, because then they're just stuck in like twentieth. The same, exactly, and and you're never gonna move up in the draft. And the the Jets have so many good picks right now. <laughs> yeah, they just can't never execute on them. But yeah, they're, I don't think they're going to either. I I personally am the believer that Jets will always suck. Like the problem is, is like they they don't build around the. They're just like, all right, we drafted you at number two overall, Sam Darnold. Like now, just and then let's have the up. worst line in existence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like okay, and that's the one thing that really frustrated me about Mitchell Trubisky is because his team is good and he's just bad. I mean, he's just not good. And the line was okay. The line was kind of bad, to be fair. But then they got better, and he just showed that he really just sucks. Yeah. And they have like rece- like good receivers around him too. Like I know they had like Anthony Miller, uh, you know, who was pretty good. They had, you know, obviously had- Allen Robinson. And they can throw to uh <clears throat> he got Mooney. he got hurt, Mooney. Yeah. <clears throat> and then like Cordell, and now he's not in the fucking Bears anymore. Yeah. But like Cordell oh wait, I'm not supposed to swear, I don't think. No, you Cordell can't. Cordell per- uh Patterson's gone too. And it's yeah. like dwindling. Dwindling. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's crazy. I uh, I was hoping they'd get Russell Wilson, but it sounded like they offered a, a lot. To and get. they said no. They they was Khalil Mack, um, three first rounds. It was like a second round too, and then it was uh, was it was Khalil, and Akeem Hicks and Akeem Hicks. Okay, yeah. And I was like, you guys said no to that. <laughs> I don't, I think I would have taken that because. Probably the Seahawks aren't aren't gonna win another title. I can literally bet my life on that. Well, I was hoping, okay. I'm not gonna bet my life, but well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping like at the beginning of it, before you know, like 55 lawsuits later, that they would get Deshaun Watson. But now, he, well, who knows if he's even gonna play at this point? Well, that just would look that would be a bad look on them now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it would have been a classic Bears fashion to trade for him, and then and then happens. it happens, and then he wouldn't play. So at least that that's the, yeah, look that's at that yeah. glass glass half full right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, all right, well, I had a really great time talking to you. It's really cool, like because obviously we've talked a little bit here and there on Facebook, but nothing you know crazy. Ex- just- yeah, nothing extensive. So I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go, but. Yeah, but I can I I just talk and talk forever. Same. So, yeah. <laughs> but so your the record is coming out. Is it? No, no, don't tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Okay, I just saw it earlier. Is it July 9th? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give myself an applause. I have this little uh, mixed boy. I'm gonna give myself an applause. Like the friends, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a laugh yeah. track. Over yep, here. the laugh track. Yeah, but so. The album is coming out July 9th. That's a little ways away. And now I believe you've released, what is it, two singles off of there? Two? So, I mean, I'm just going to guess. We're probably going to get a few more. So five total? Five? I don't know about five, maybe. But did this. That's why I thought five. So, oh, four? So two more? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Um, maybe one is dropping uh, this month. I don't know. <laughs> On a Wednesday. Really? On a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. At uh, oh. 2 p.m. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> yeah. Now people are going to be like, where is that? 2 p.m. Um, so... Oh, I can't see it on Spotify. That's the one thing I don't like about Spotify. So you can't see, like on iTunes, you can see it at a time. But I think I thought it was like 13 tracks. Yeah. And, uh, 
So like, I know this is kind of like a really, cl- I try to avoid like the super cliche questions, but fuck it. Uh, like what's like the one song that you're like really stoked on? Like that may not be a single, but like, like the one that you're like, yeah, like this is the one for me personally. I really like the, even though it is a single, I really like New Face, but the okay. last, the last song in the album is my favorite song. Um, I think that's pro- not, probably one. not by far, but no, it's. It's not like anything else on the record. And uh, yeah, it's a, probably the most personal song in the album. So. And I saw that one was the longest at four minutes, I believe. <laughs> the <laughs> one, it's like, I don't like, I don't like four minute songs, but. <laughs> you know, I definitely looked because I was like, dang, they, 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 did they write this album for me? All these songs are short as <laughs> Two and a half minutes. <laughs> I was like. Perfect. <laughs> no, but we'll definitely be sure uh, on our channel to check out whatever you guys release. And uh, I'm happy to, to do that because I think that you guys are awesome. And especially talking to you now, you seem like a nice wait. person. Oh, <laughs> so, wait, some days. <laughs> Remember, we are, I am from, uh, I'm not from Chicago, but I'm uh, from Chicago land. So, yeah. You know. We got that grit to us. Get that grit. No, I, I can appreciate. I'm from the East Coast, so you know. I guess you know. I'm used to the cold. Maybe I got a little bit of grit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, no. Well, we get it. Like the usually East Coast and Midwest people, they get it. But the East Coast, West Coast people, maybe not. Not always on the same page. Uh, well, let's be honest. West Coast people are a little soft. I mean, let's let's just be honest. I they mean, they like, they can't drive in the snow. Yeah, but the, 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 my theory on this i know i said i was gonna let you go and i always do this i always say all right i'll let you go and then there's five more i'll let you go. no i don't i don't mind i'm I, i'm free but no my my thing with the west coast is that it's like it's always sunny all the time so you can never appreciate the sunny days because it's always sunny whereas where we live if it's it's shitty out all the time so it's a sunny day you can really appreciate that sunny day but over in the west coast they're riding high all the time you know and then they get one inch of snow or that that that's the same with the south they yeah. get like one inch of snow and the and whole world like is ending car pile up yeah like that there was like a meme that came out when uh i think it was georgia actually that got the snow yeah and it was just like all these cars and then there was this girl like crying or something i don't know yeah it, it was like it was a fun it was a very funny i'm meme. like i got my honda accord that's you know front wheel drive and i'm just ripping around at eight inches of snow you know it's just dude like, no i i have i have a bigger car now but i had um a 99 mercedes oh my God. and like that in the snow was not fun yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, Chicago is. Uh, I'll I will give you credit because it can get pretty brutal over there, like in terms of temperature. I mean, I'm, I'm in New Hampshire, so it can still get pretty cold. Yeah, yeah. New New Hampshire, New Hampshire gets bad, especially with snow. Yeah. But no, we had the polar vortex two years ago, <laughs> and it was colder here than Antarctica. Oh my god! Yeah, well, the, I walked, it's the windy city for a reason. I mean, it's I walked outside, and it's like if you're outside for more than two minutes, you can experience and get frostbite. I was like, oh, love it! And we we left for tour like the day after that, so it was cold, bro. Like when we left for for tours, probably like negative ten. Negative ten? Yeah, something like that. That is great. Yeah, no, it can definitely because I live like. Well, I think it's really cool where I live because I'm like five minutes from like the Atlantic Ocean, so it's like cool to like be on like the edge of like the continent. Yeah, like, I know that you guys are like kind of more towards the middle, so it's like 
I'd be I'd feel kind of claustrophobic in a way. It's like there's stuff all around. You know, there's no end in sight or whatever. No, and you're like the ocean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's way over there. But no, um, yeah. Again, I I did. I had a really good time talking to you, and uh, I thought this was really cool. And like I said, uh, if you, I, I mean, we'll be on the lookout for when you guys release new music. But if you ever want to just, you know, don't feel, don't be afraid to like poke. Be like, hey, this came out. You know, you should check it out. You know, let's- I know. I I hate being that person. I, I don't know why. I think it's just because I used to be that person. Yeah. And maybe not, not that I'm not un, not con- unconfident, like whatever. But um, I think I just, I don't want, it's like, check it out on your own accord. I feel like now if I'm like, yo, check this out, like, I just feel so awkward about it now. Okay, well, then in that case, I will try to avoid putting you put in that situation. No, I'll, I'll, if you're asking, I'll send it. No, but I don't want to be that. like, here's unsolicited uh, music. <laughs> no, well, no, I, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, we definitely get a lot of that, but it, it's. I I uh I think you guys are awesome and I and I, I you know we're just a reaction channel or whatever but it's like if I can help you guys out in any way especially you know after having talked to you now for almost two hours or whatever it's been uh you know I'm I'm more than happy to do that because I think that I, I I just knew as soon as hearing the song with Darius and then hearing this one that just came out it was like this band is something really cool and then I figured out you had four albums and I was like damn like this is the kind of band that, like, I think I would love to see succeed, not to be, like, cheesy or whatever. <laughs> we'll see. No, wait. <laughs> I would love to see you succeed. And then it's just, just like, the rocking music. Oh, that's... It was great talking with you, Richard, and I think uh, you guys are doing great things. And um, I know it's like, oh, I don't like only talking about myself. But I, yeah. I, so I like, um, you know, you're sharing your, you know, everything about True Shot and everything and, you know, learning more about you. I think that was really cool, you know, because we didn't know each other at all. No, not at <laughs> all. Literally not, not at all. Not at all. And so I was glad that was you, nice. re- I was glad that you reached out um, because I, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of try to approach, ask people to come on the podcast. And, that you and, know. And not that I, well, yeah, that all, uh, yeah. But then also just like, but I kind of like, I kind of get like a feeling like, okay, I feel like I can approach this person now rather than just being like, hello, would you like to come on my podcast? Because yeah, I know no, I talk feel and you. talk and talk and like, I don't want to just take up somebody's time without them kind of being into it or whatever. I don't want yeah. to, you know what I mean? But uh, I guess it's probably just all in my head or whatever, but. You know, just trying to be, I guess, respectful of people's time and energy, I suppose. But time and energy, no. <laughs> but this, this is a good use of my time and energy. Yeah. So. Well, I think people will enjoy this conversation and, and uh, this. Uh, I never like to call it like an interview, uh, only because I feel like it's just like a nice conversation. So. I know, but I feel like I only say uh, I'll say interview, yeah. so people like don't talk. During. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I no, I listen. I and I and I and I hate like the standard band interview. I think it's so boring. Like, I won't, I won't bring people on the pod. Like, I'm not trying to be like a gatekeeper or whatever. But it's like, if I just know you as like a band and there's nothing that like really interests me to like elaborate off of, it's like, what am I going to ask you about? How'd you form? Who was the bass player in 2007? You know, like whatever. It's like I don't. I feel like I don't really care about that stuff anymore. Yeah. It's like. It's it's irrelevant, I guess, yeah. you know. So I call them the Wikipedia questions, but the Wik- just yeah. yeah, just go on the Wikipedia, you'll find it out. If 
Exactly. I, don't even, I think we have a Wikipedia. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, if not, somebody can make you one. But um, all right. Well, there you guys have it. Uh, so yeah, Victims Volume Four, which I like that you call them volumes. That's pretty cool. Volume Four, Numb the Ache, uh, comes out July 9th. And Narrative said four singles, and maybe one's coming out pretty pretty soon. So you know, hey, keep on the lookout. But uh, thank you so much once again, and um, I'll say bye to you off the air in a proper sense. Hold thank on. you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the True Shot Guest Bob Podcast. If you're on YouTube. Leave us a like, a comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. And if you're on Spotify, share us on your Instagram story. Tag me, tag Meredith, tag victims, tag anybody. Who cares at this point? Anyways, we appreciate you so much, and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Till the next one, peace.